Happy Friday. We are back with an eight-game slate. Uh, welcome, guys. My name is DK. I'll break down the eight-game NBA DFS slates in this video. I also cover content for player props, sites like PricePix, Underdog, Parlay, Play. Guys, if you're not on Price Picks, you can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. Link is down below. What's the player prop site? You're building out slips of props, two, three, four, five, up to six, and you can win up to 25 extra money. They're running a lot of different promotions as well for... Uh, the holidays so make sure to check them out guys and uh again you can use the code or the link you do um deposit uh it does help support the channel and uh yeah if you guys are looking for more content for dfs or for prop stuff you can check my patreon link down below let's recap tonight for dfs so this is a solid night for dfs um basically my plan of attack was i wanted to prioritize luca in the early games and then give myself flexibility for the Clippers news. Uh, because I thought it was 50-50 if Paul George was going to play. So uh, once Paul George got ruled out, I told everyone I wanted to prioritize at least one of Harden, Kawhi. I went to Harden. Um, ended up working out. He went for 70 fancy points at 18% ownership. I slammed the Jazz. I was not fading them. Um, I had to play someone that was kind of questionable. I wasn't really excited about it. But I need someone at that price point. That was Hendricks. I wasn't really on him, but like I needed someone to 4.2, so I just I had to go there. So yeah, I want Sexton, uh, THT Hendricks, Olenek, Dunn. Uh, can someone explain to me how Dunn just does nothing in garbage time, man? I'm watching that. I'm thinking, I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, man, I'm in great shape. I have Dunn, Hendricks, garbage time. Like, let's go. And Dunn does, like, he literally, I think he got negative fantasy points. The man's been, like, well, well over a fantasy point per minute player on the season, and does absolutely nothing when I need him the most in garbage time. So that was a bit frustrating. Kaminga, massive foul trouble as well. Um, but yeah, still was a solid day overall. All right, let's talk about a Pacers and Wizards first game here. Great matchup here for the Pacers. You got Halburn 11-3. Uh, again, there's been some blowouts of late, but he should play mid-30s minutes in a competitive game. Uh, price point, you know, is about right. I won't call him a priority or anything. Miles turned to 7.5K. The minutes have been slowly ticking up on him in competitive games. He's been pushing 30-plus minutes. Uh, but again, the price point is eh, not super cheap. And then you get back to the headache of these Pacers wings. It, it, it literally is a headache, man. You got healed. You got Bruce Brown. You got Mather and Top and Naismith. They're going to ride the hot hand. I mean, it's a great matchup. But, yeah, I mean, I would be lying to you if I said, well, any of these guys stood out. Like, can is, will one of these guys most likely have a good game? Sure. Good luck trying to figure out which one's going to be. Uh, what else? Uh, McConnell's too pricey at 4-9. You got Jackson's going to back up uh, Miles Turner, but his prices come up a bit. So it's a great matchup, but not a lot standing out uh, price point-wise there for the Pacers. And the Wizards side, Jordan Poole's questionable. This is pretty significant news. If he misses, obviously a bit of a bump to guys like Kuzma and Denny and Tyus Jones. And then I would assume that you get Corey Kispert in the starting lineup. The price isn't amazing on Kispert, but he would stand out as a decent point-per-dollar play, assuming that he starts. Um, but yeah, Kuzma, A4, either way, I think is a good tournament play. Um, he's been the most consistent player this year. Um, again, it's a, it's a good matchup, right? The Pacers played a very fast pace. So uh, like Kuzma, either way, he's going to look better if Poole is out. Poole himself, assuming he plays, is fine for tournaments. He's had a really, really not great year. Uh, but uh, still a guy that does provide a ceiling, even though we haven't seen a ton this year. Danny Advia is a guy that can stuff the stat sheet, and he would look better if Poole's out. You got Gafford back at 5.6 in a competitive game. I would expect him to play high 20s minutes. Uh, what else? Tyus Jones, again, fine. Looks better if Poole's out. Kisper, we, we already talked about him. Uh, you got Koulibaly at 5.4. He's been playing pretty consistent minutes, but feels priced about right. I don't think I'm going to mess with the Gallinari or the backup 
or like any of the backup bigs. Uh, let's talk about New Orleans and Charlotte. So the big news, obviously, is Zion. If he misses, well, uh, I'll be going heavy on the Pelicans once again. It's a great matchup. So, yeah, guys like Ingram and CJ get a bump, as well as JV. Um, you know, Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall all look better. You saw Dyson Daniel start last game. Didn't do much in 16 minutes, but you'd be another viable value as well. So there'd be a lot to like here from the Pelicans if Zion's out. Even if Zion's in, I still think there's some decent options. Like the top three guys would all be firmly in play with Ingram, Zion, and CJ. Uh, JV, again, they really haven't been uh, playing a ton of the backup five. So um, JV's minutes have just been way up. Uh, even at 7-1, I like them. Uh, Herb Jones, again, I played him the other night. It was super frustrating. He was like the one Pelican that didn't do anything. Everyone else smashed. Uh, but yeah, guys like Murphy and Daniels, or Murphy and Najee Marshall would look a lot better if there is no Zion. On the Hornets side, well, still no Lamella, Mark Williams, Doubtful, Peach Washington, Questionable. You got Terry Ogier at 8.7. He's just playing massive minutes. He's doing everything for the team. I mean, I still have interest in him, even at this price point. Bridges and Hayward are solid options in the mid-range. They should play 30-plus minutes. Brandon Miller, 6K, feels priced about right. I think I'd rather go to Hayward or Bridges. I like the ceiling more on them. Um, again, with, with uh, Mark Williams, doubtful, you're going to get Richard starting. Now, uh, Richards is a guy that I'll be pretty high on if P.J. Washington's out too because P.J. Washington's out. We saw what happened last game with Richards. He played 40 minutes, right? They, did, they don't really have any other bigs on this roster. They were playing JT Thor minutes. So if there's no P.J. too, I'm going to be very high on a guy like Nick Richards. Detroit, Philly. Obviously, there's blowout risk with this game. The Pistons on the road, they've been awful. Um, not a ton that stands out to me. I mean, can you take tournament shots and guys like Cade and Bojan and Stuart Thompson? Sure. The bigs is going to be Stewart and Wiseman kind of splitting the center position. Both got in foul trouble last game against Embiid, no surprise. There's just not much here for the Pistons. On the Philadelphia side, well, if you think the Pistons keep it competitive, I love Embiid. Embiid's just been absolutely smashing every single night. So, uh, yeah, he looks great. Uh, nothing else really standing out to me with the likes of like Maxi or Harris or Melton. Let's talk about Orlando and Boston. So some blowout risk in this game as well. Boston, we know, one of the best teams in the NBA. You got the Magic playing on the road. Marco Fultz, close to returning. He's questionable. Um, if he plays, obviously, completely takes guys like Suggs and Anthony out of play. As far as the top-end guys go, Bancaro, 8.3. Ron, 7.8. Neither stand out to me. Um, the guards, like I said, would be completely out of play if Fultz is in. You're going to get Bataze, Mo Wagner, splitting the center position. There's just not much here to like, in my opinion, for the Magic. On the Boston side... Not a ton here either. Um, I know they're one of the best teams in the NBA, but I mean, assuming everyone's playing tomorrow, there's just nothing that really stands out. Like, you take shots in the top end, guys? Sure. You know, the price points on White and Holiday are up. Porzingis feels priced right. Even some of these secondary pieces are priced up. There's really just nothing that I like in this game in general. Atlanta and Toronto. So you got DeAndre Hunter is uh, once again questionable. Um, if he misses, just really solidifies minutes for guys like Sadiq Bay, Bogdanovich, guys like that. Um, top end guys, you got Trey Young, 9-9, DeJounte Murray, 8-2. I do prefer Young to Murray if he had, pick, had to pick between the two guards. And Bogdanovich would be someone I would only play if um, DeAndre Hunter is out. If DeAndre Hunter is in, I think he's overpriced. You got Sadiq Bey, 6-1. Again, he's going to play huge minutes, right? He's playing close to 40 minutes a night. You got Capello and Okongu splitting the center position, and they're even playing some alongside each other just because how shorthanded they are. You saw 34 minutes for Capello last game, 30 minutes for Okongu. Um, these two are good options, in my opinion, if DeAndre Hunter's out, just because, like I said, they're they're really not playing anyone else on this team. On the Toronto side, well, uh, Scotty Barnes, 9K, Siakam, 8.3. It's a really good matchup for both. Uh, all like Basically, everyone in Toronto smashed last game. Uh, I, th I literally think all five starters like went off. Like They were all shot extremely well from the field, too. So it's a good matchup for them. Um, Pirtle played 32 minutes. Yeah, I mean, everyone in Toronto, I think, looks good here in an up-tempo game. All five starters 
uh, Barnes, Siakam, OG, Schroeder, and Pirtle. You're going to get Chua playing some backup five. Uh, again, if you think they limit the minutes in Pirtle, he's someone you want a bit more interest in. Gary Trent Jr., who's playing, uh, you know, around 20-ish minutes a game. He's always fine for GPPs, uh, but again, very, very scoring dependent. Lakers and Spurs, you got Anthony Davis and LeBron both on the injury report. I assume both are going to go in this game, but we'll keep an eye on it. LeBron doesn't play. We kind of know what's going to happen, right? Anthony Davis becomes one of the better uh, spin-ups on the board. Rui Hashimura would start and be a really good uh, value play. He did only play 24 minutes, I guess, last game. Guys like D'Lo and Reese get a bump in usage as well. Um, Prince also uh, is on the injury report. Um, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, but, yeah, assuming everyone plays, there's not a ton that I love. I mean, it's a good matchup, but I think I'll mainly be looking at the top end guys if everyone plays. On the Spurs side, well, Wambayama started at the five uh, once again and smashed. And that tilted me because I originally had him, but then made uh, what I thought was the correct move in tournaments was to prioritize Anthony Davis at low ownership once LeBron James got rolled out. So I don't regret the way that I played. I think I, I played that right, playing Anthony Davis, prioritizing him over Wambayama. This is a tilting result because I was high in Wambayama all day. Uh, was that? A couple days ago. Um, and, of course, he goes for 70 uh, but again, DFS, super, super tilting game. Yeah, if one by Ammo avoids foul trouble, the ceiling is massive on him when he plays the five. Everyone else kind of just secondary plays. You got Keldon in 6.8. should see mid-30s minutes. You got Devin Vassell at 6.3. He's been a little bit quiet of late, but we know the ceiling is still there on him. Jeremy Sohan, 5.7. should play around 30 minutes or so. Um, Zach Collins, you know, if you think one by Ammo gets in foul trouble, you can take a shot on him. But right now, the minutes are just not there. Um... Probably not contender else. I mean, if you want to take some tournament shots and guys like Jones or Branham Rosman, be my guest. Final couple games here. You got Houston and Memphis. Uh, my boy Shingoon got benched last game for Jeff Green. Could not believe my eyes there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Shingoon, Van Fleet, they're normally playing big minutes in competitive games. Like the ceiling on both. You got Green, Jabari Smith, Dylan Brooks, all kind of just there. My boy Tari Eason closed last game. His minutes have been up. We know how good of a point per minute guy he is. So always like him for tournaments. I've been saying it since he came into the league. He should be playing more. I said that literally every single slate last year. That Tar Easton should be playing more minutes. And Houston's finally playing him more minutes as they should have been. Uh, on the Memphis side, well, the big news is Bain. I'm kind of hoping Bain plays. I'm just going to be 100% honest with you guys. I really just, I don't want to deal with the Memphis value. I don't. I don't want to deal with Vince Williams. I don't want to deal with Dyer Williams. I don't want to deal with... Noel, I don't. I just don't want to deal with the headache, man. Just please play, Bane. I don't want to deal with this gross, disgusting Memphis value. Um, but yeah, Bane plays. It's Bane and it's Jaron that you want to look to at the top. If Bane misses, Jaron Jackson obviously has a pretty high ceiling. We've seen it the last couple of games from him, averaging about sixty fancy points a game. You know, Aldama five point nine. Surprisingly, the minutes have not been there for him. Derek Rose would be someone that would bet. He would be the one guy I'd feel good about of like the value plays for Memphis if Bain is out, played 31 minutes last game. Um, Yumbo uh, started, played 24 minutes. And then again, you got like Roddy and Vince Williams and Zaire Williams and Conchar and Noel. They dusted off Gilliard even. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just praying Bain plays. I don't want to deal with that. And finally, the late game, Knicks and Suns. No Mitchell Robinson. Again, he's out for a while. You got Randall at 8.8, Brunson at 8.2. I think factoring in salary, I would slightly prefer Randall to Brunson, but both the main guys for the Knicks are firmly in play. You got Barrett at 6.2. Most of the time in competitive games, he's playing high 20s to low 30s minutes. Uh, Hardenstein and Jericho Sims, they're splitting the center position. Once again, Hardenstein is the guy with the higher ceiling. He played 20 minutes last game. Jericho Sims uh, is cheap, but like I said, he's not going to do a ton when he's on the court. You got Josh Hart at 5.1, should play high 20s minutes or so. 
Manuel quickly 4.7. Do have a little bit of interest in him, but the minutes have not been amazing of late. It was averaging uh, or sub 20 minutes now in four of the last five games. Uh, DiVincenzo had a huge game last game, kind of out of nowhere. He had been struggling in the starting lineup and then just went off last game. Um, I mean, he's fine, but I think last game was a bit of an outlier performance. And finally, the Suns. So, Devin Booker. Devin Booker. I've been playing him. Booked me on uh, prize picks the other day. It's PRA. Been playing him last couple slates at negative ownership. Finally, didn't play him last slate with Kevin Durant back. 60 bomb for Booker. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to feel good about anyone in the Suns. I mean, if you want to take shots in any of the big three, Booker, KD, Beal, you can. My boy Nurkic had a huge game last game. He's played very well. Um, but again, the price point's up on him. There's just not a ton here. You got Gordon and Allen on the injury report. If they're both out, I mean, I don't want to mess with the Phoenix Wings either. I really don't. Like, the likes of, like, Matt Two and Little and Bates Diop and Watanabe, I'm praying one or I just I don't want to mess with that, man. I really don't. So... Hoping those guys play, hoping Bane plays, because like I said, I do not want to mess with the gross Memphis value. I don't want to mess with the gross Phoenix 3 and D wings. I just don't want to deal with that. So that'll wrap it up the video, guys. As always, if you do enjoy, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. See you all in the next one.